0: What do you see when you look in a photo taken, let's say, in a time before you can remember? Like when you were an infant. For me, I get this vague sense of warmth and comfort, obviously. At least, in those pictures where no one's given me any context. They're essentially a window into another life, right? A way to breathe some color into moments you'd otherwise never knew you'd forgotten? been thinking about that a lot lately. Welcome to My Dad, I'm Dad, a podcast for anyone who's ever loved and lost. My name's Doug, and my mom kept this amazing photo book of my childhood that she passed along to me now as an adult, and the pages are filled with moments of my life that are amazing, and mostly because I can't remember the vast majority of them being taken. It's like a stroll down memory lane in a town I've never been to. And a favorite photo of mine in that book is one of Dad holding my brother and I before getting into the shower. It's a tasteful nude, Ma, I gotta say. Nothing below the waist, well framed. At least, I assume Ma took the picture. I guess it could have been a very close friend of Dad's. Close indeed. Dad is ecstatic in that picture. Absolutely no context necessary. And for years... Even before I knew we were pregnant, even before I was married, I knew that if I ever had a kid, I would want to recreate that photo. And now with Max, I imagine a time where she and I would look at both pictures and I could tell her stories about her jaja putting Brandon and I in the bathtub with half-frozen fish after ice fishing after they wriggled back to life. I'll tell you, you've never really lived until you've had a zombie perch coming at your nethers. Better than a cup of coffee. And hey, if you thought fishing talk was done in this podcast, (laughs) I got news for you. You better buckle up. Dad and fishing went together like Spielberg and John Williams. Well, it was in the second month of Maxine's life that we finally had a dirty baby situation that called for a little bit more than butt wipes. You know what I mean? It was the kind of mess you write about. A whirlwind of chaos and quick thinking on behalf of my wife found the entire family in the shower together. And everything was bonkers for a few seconds as we figured out what legs went where and who got the shower head when. But suddenly, it became clear that Maxine was enjoying the shower. I kid you not, the little lady actually fell asleep in her mom's arms. And I don't know if I've ever experienced a more comforting sight than Max napping as the shower warmed all of us. I think it's one of those many once-in-a-lifetime moments you have with a baby. It wasn't until we were all dried off and ready for bed that I realized, oh, shit, I didn't take that picture. But don't worry, there's going to be plenty of time to take another one, right? (laughs) A friend of mine told me that you have a different baby every three weeks. And we're far beyond three weeks from that moment today but I can tell you this current version of Max does not appreciate tandem showers. No, no. And who can blame her? Baths. have toys. Fun little boats. Squirty little animals. Hell, I'd spend the majority of my time in the bath too if I was her. So, I get it. And I used to regret not taking that photo when I had the chance. But then I remembered something about Dad. You guessed it. Story time. Wally Dorda was a man of persistence and ritual. And when my brother and I reached our teenage years, a typical weekend breakdown looked a little like this. Friday, shower after work, pizza, movie rental store, movie night. Saturday, somehow up at the ass crack of dawn, always. Yard work, then frivolity of any flavor, but most often with a pool cue in hand. Sunday, reading the Sunday paper. Remember those? Clipping relevant coupons from said paper. Changing the oil in the vehicles. I swear, it seems like he did that all the time. Fishing, if time allowed, and a final flick with the family to close out the weekend. Of course, all this assumes we hadn't decided to go up north for the weekend. But those are stories for another time. And believe you me, they're worth it. There came one weekend when Dad read the paper on a Saturday, and he found something in the Best Buy circular that required my attention. Dog? Oh, shit. I thought that voice only meant one of three things. I was either in deep shit, I was about to see some shit, or we were getting into some shit. And lucky for me, into shit we were getting. I knew Dad liked to browse the papers, so I asked if he'd lend a hand looking for a deal on a video camera I wanted. Why? The internet wasn't like it is today. Circulars were basically how we browsed Amazon at the time. Dad found a camera I might be interested in? On sale, no less. I looked at the specs, nodded my assent, and I watched as Dad donned a shit-eating grin. Wanna go get it? he asked. And you bet your ass I did. Now, you may be wondering what any of this has to do with showers and pictures. And I don't blame you, but I'm getting there, I promise. This is just the way I tell a story. Dad asked Mom if she wanted to come along for the ride, and we were off like a bat out of hell. And I was excited, man. You see, there was this magic in Best Buy days with Dad. A gleam in his eye. A mischief. This reverence for the opportunity to learn or acquire something new. He strode into that store like a fantasy novel hero about to find a faded sword. Or just listen to some badass home theater speakers in the demo section of the store. Either way, he couldn't get enough. I like to imagine as we walked into the store that day, we were in slow motion. Set to win the levy breaks by Zeppelin. You're playing it in your head, aren't you? The Dordas have come to make a purchase. Dad confidently walked to the counter, proudly held out the circular with a marked camera, and declared that we were here to make a sale. He always did it that way. It was no nonsense. This is what I want, I want you to help me, and I want to get the hell out of here. Well, unfortunately... The associate took too little time letting us know that the camera was out of stock at this store. And I'm not saying Dad was possessed of toxic masculinity, or had a really strong desire to make people feel below him, but he had this invisible switch he could flip, and it gave him all the no-nonsense presence of Darth fucking Vader. And the associate, sensing this shift, offered to call another store to see if they had one in stock. He did, they did, and we were off. You know Sammy Hagar couldn't drive fifty five. And neither could Dad. Man, we were gone. This other store was a full thirty minutes in the opposite direction of home, and half the Saturday was gone at this point. But, in theory, it was just a simple transaction between us and my hobby. So we made it to the other store, waited at the customer service desk, and found out there was a miscommunication on the phone. Well, The item they'd set aside was not precisely the one we'd been promised. And Dad flipped that switch again. Long story short, Dad convinced the people from Best Buy to call Circuit City, a rival retailer, and see if they had it in stock and would hold it for us. Sure enough, they did Off we went. Cue the theme from Vacation in your head. We finally made it to the Circuit City, a full additional 40 minutes in the opposite direction from home. Entered the store, found the camera waiting for us, but discovered the sale price didn't exist at this establishment. I watched in awe as Dad asked for the manager, calmly explained the situation, and got the store to honor the competitor price, in addition to throwing in an extra battery, for good measure. The guy had a hell of a presence about him, I'll tell you that. We finally made it home after spending most of a perfectly good Saturday driving all the fuck over town just so I could get a goofy camera. But Mom and Dad were thrilled. I mean, they were proud to have found me in possession of this new toy. They did their part, acting delighted as I showed them some test footage, hooking the camera directly up to the TV, didn't even need to put a VHS into the VCR. Man, we're living in the future. After that, we all went to bed. We were too damn tired to do anything else. And here's the thing about that story. I don't have that camera anymore. I don't even have any of the footage saved from its use. It ended up left behind, like most technology these days. It's only now that I realize the camera didn't capture memories for me. Getting the camera was the memory. You dig? So I haven't taken that shower picture with Maxine yet. Big whoop. Doesn't dampen the power of the memory. In fact, as I look in all those photos in my baby book... I notice Dad is most often in front of the camera. I don't ever really recall him being the one to take pictures at all, either. And I have a theory about that. I think Dad prioritized living in the moment over trying to capture it. There came a time before Dad passed where he looked at a picture of he, my brother, and I on the wall, and we asked him who was in it. And when he replied, he didn't get it right. You see... Dad struggled with dementia before he passed. And when he looked into that picture on the wall, we knew he couldn't give us the exact names of everybody in the picture. But looking in his eyes, you could see that he felt a comfort and a warmth and a love as he examined the photo. I like to imagine that as he looked at that picture, it's like he saw his favorite thing just through the wrong prescription glasses. He knew he loved it, just couldn't remember exactly what it was. So I don't know what story a picture tells you when you can't remember the context of it being taken. But I believe that if you live hard in the moment, in front of the camera, so to speak, you leave a mark on the world more prolific than a simple photograph. Thank you for listening to My Dad. I'm Dad. Subscribe for more episodes weekly as I reminisce, reflect, and attempt to blend the past into a hopeful future. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or you have a story you'd like to tell, please email me at mdidpodcast at gmail.com, or contact me on Facebook or Instagram at mdidpod. Thank you to Andy Bird for the use of the music in this podcast. Love you, Bird. To close out the week, here's a very often repeated phrase of my father's that I want everyone to keep in mind. If you asked Dad how he was doing, you'd look you dead in the eyes and he'd say, Out of a 10, I feel like I'm about an 11, you know what I mean? I think I know what he meant now. I think as he looked at you... He imagined any other place in the world that he could be. But he wouldn't want to be anywhere else than with you right there in that moment. I think we could all stand to be 11 out of 10 this week. What do you think? Thanks for listening, folks. I'll see you next time.